dmtwclothing.com. Don't make this weird. Um, whatever it is that you do in life, again, do with your heart, chase your passions, and watch it become reality. That's what we're about. You guys are going to find some cool items, some MMCast items for sale here in the next three weeks. They'll be all launched and uh, next, you know, more conventions, things like that. So, Welcome, travelers. We're aware that your journey was difficult, but prepare to have your questions answered, for you have been granted an audience with the Masters of Mars. Music, 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 and welcome back to Masters Modern. I am your host, Alex Kessler, with my co-host, Ben Bateman. What's up? It's the morning. I'm recording a podcast. This is exciting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we have so actual, early. We have actual things that are exciting. It's not yeah. really early. We're just lazy. So we have a spoiler <laughs> card today. It's crazy. Wizards was like, you guys cover modern, and like, we should give you a card that's sweet for modern to preview, and we were like, really? And they were like, yeah, and we are like, all right, we're in. Yeah. So, so due to some Twitch... <laughs> problems that's code for kessler making mistakes uh we're just gonna start going <laughs> into what the card is we had this whole plan but first yeah we had this whole plan but we'll talk about it and we'll go through stuff but first let's let's just get through the spoiler but first let's show some sweet art yeah the art's totally sweet it's let's got this, let's let's go with our normal dude. plan of how we were going to premiere this let's not let's just there's a few people that saw it but you know there's I wonder how quickly this is going to end up on like mtg salvation or like m like like a mythic spoiler like I wonder if it's already up. I wonder if these guys screenshotted it. Did one of you guys screenshot this and then share it to the world? All right, let's go back to here. <laughs> All right, so today we're talking about Discard of Modern. I wonder why. Yeah. You're going to find out. <laughs> you wonder why. Um, so. It's because we both really wanted to build a deck with Asylum Visitor ever since it got spoiled. And we've just been working super hard to build a deck with Asylum Visitor. And, well, you know... <laughs> Today's the day we decided to talk that's, about Asylum that's, Visitor. That's what it is. Uh, all right. So, you know, first off, let's make sure everyone's following us on things. We're at the MMCast. I'm uh, at Ben Bateman Media. I'm at Kess Wiley. Uh, you can follow us on this Twitch stream. Please go follow us at twitch.tv slash the MMCast. Yeah, it's new. It's no longer my own personal Twitch stream. Yeah, so we have achievements a... all around. And, uh, and guys in the chat and everybody, say hello to our new uh, assistant intern, Desiree. Hi, Desiree. Wave. Say hi. Just say it really loud so that the mic Hello. picks you up. <laughs> yes, exactly. Say hi, Desiree, everybody. Hi, Desiree. Um, so, yeah, yeah, that's what's going on this morning. Uh, that's our Twitters. We are a sister podcast of the Command Zone yep. on RocketJump.com. It's Jimmy and Josh. They do awesome Commander content. Uh, and then, of course... And then, of course, we are on Patreon. Uh, we have a sweet Patreon that's going out, like, Day or something? Did those show up? The DVDs? Do you have them yet? Are they getting like the twenty? Today's the thirtieth. We'll get it this weekend. Okay, By this weekend. So yeah, you guys will have like a new uh, whole little package deal of uh, of uh, of Patreon things that we're sending out. If you're Swagbox members, uh, we share like deck texts of deck texts that you guys submit exclusively to the Patreon. That is Patreon.com/slash/TheMMCast. And ultimately, it you know you guys contributing to the podcast means we can continue to like buy gear and do cool stuff. Um, and then of course. Last but not least, uh, is that we have a partnership that is brewing. With, uh, no, no pun intended. This ain't really a pun. Just related to magic, kind of. Just, just keep going. With these guys, <laughs> uh, lifestyle brand, clothing brand, DMTW Clothing. Um, these guys are awesome. They have a merch store they're launching for us. We've seen previews of the products, and they're coming out sooner than later. And they're they're really awesome. Like we really really like them. So we're partnering with those guys on some some uh, items, some merch. 
possibly some event coordination. Um, we will have more information on that soon, but definitely check that out. Um, the MTW, those guys are, are rad and, and the brand, the brand, we're a podcast that talks about magic cards. Our magic card podcast is growing up and they're helping us grow it up. So that's fun. Um, now let's talk about magic cards. All right. So. Yep. This card's the main form of position in Modern. Of permission? Yeah. So, like, Modern doesn't have great counterspells, but it has great discard, and that's kind of what its purpose is. People always complain that there's no Force of Will, but in reality, Thought sees is that Force of Will. Kind of. Yeah, I mean, it's... Yeah, I mean, there's there's decent uh, counterspells. There's decent control. It's just they're just not, like... Well, but I guess the point is that Force of Will and Days are the stop gaps of Legacy. Like, they're the thing that prevent degenerate things from happening. And in Modern, that really is Thought Season and Inquisition of Kozilek. For the um, most part, yeah. They're the ones that stop decks from being a little too unfair. Um, so, yeah. Yep, so I agree. So what's, what are some of the best discard spells in Modern? Well, you have the, the two main ones. You have disc, you have. Well, I feel like the best one is... Well, no. I mean, I thought this is a better card than Liliana. No. Yeah. Incorrect. Absolutely. Wrong. Liliana is like unique and powerful, but Thoughtseize plays on turn one. Thoughtseize is the card. You just said it yourself. Thoughtseize is our force of will. If, if, you, need to, if you need to play a card that's going to like stop the other person from doing something, it's Thoughtseize. Yeah, but if you, the chances of a person winning if you successfully cast and have this going between Thoughtseize and Liliana, Liliana wins you the game. Thoughtseize stalls them out until I mean, don't get me wrong. Here. Obviously, a Planeswalker that costs three is going to be more powerful than a Sorcery that costs one. That's just math. They would never make a one-drop more powerful at Sorcery than a three-mana Planeswalker. They just wouldn't. Mm-hmm. But that's not the point. The point is that Thoughtseize, as we've said, that's an answer that can be played in any deck or any deck that wants to play black. Double black. It's a, This is a specific card. I mean, we're our, it's, it's apples and oranges here, but you can't convince me that Liliana is the more versatile, better, more efficient, like, more valuable card than Thoughtseize. It just doesn't exist. Anyway, the point is, you have Thoughtseize and Inquisition, and then you have Liliana. Those are the, those are the best ones. And, yeah. then you have, and then you have a well slew of creature discard spells that are all... Uh, uh, these are kind of the three different classes. There's the Planeswalker one, there's the two targeted ones, and then there's these guys. Right. Uh, and then, I mean, Vendillion Click, Thought Knots here, Skeller, so th- those, none of those actually... Well... Thought Knots here gets rid of, actually gets rid of the card. So does forever. Vidillion click. I mean, it puts uh, it on the bottom. And Title Scholar exiles it. I mean, they, it definitely is different, and they all kind of do a very interestingly similar thing, but they yeah. all are discard spells. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's true. I love Scholar, and I love all these cards. <laughs> actually, these are like my favorite kinds of cards. <laughs> uh, you didn't, um, you didn't list the the like mediocre two mana. Yeah, these are the best best. No, no, but like best discard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you just said mediocre. <laughs> but there's like, but there's like wrench mind, and there's like cards like that. Yeah, yeah, and then there's like, uh, what's the the retrace? Yeah, it's Raven's crime. Raven's crime. Raven's uh, crime is probably the one of that I didn't mention. That I think could be maybe in this kind of area of of play. In K, the sense K that, like, command is is like a sweet card yeah. that has this card attached. Okay. To people play sometimes. Um, Blightning. Blightning doesn't yeah, see play, but doesn't see play. If it costs, if it costs three. And it doesn't like have the if it costs three and doesn't have the ability to target something other than just a discard spell. Like lightning is three damage, but you can't target with it. Uh, that's why I think K Command gets played is because you can it has additional targets that are relevant and interactive. Um, but uh, 
yeah, uh, there's, I mean, there's, and then there's obviously like stupor and there's cards that cost three, but like really three mana discard doesn't get played in modern unless it's repeatable like Liliana. So, all right. So, what would you say, you know, we, we often talk about, um, my, Ben hitting the microphone. We often talk about, uh, as well, you know, cards in legacy that are, or legacy legal that aren't available in modern. Um, and as far as discard goes, there's probably three or two main cards in Legacy and one in Vintage that are legal that like are very powerful. Like, yeah. other, we have pretty much all of the really powerful discard other than these three cards. Specifically, the big one is Him to Torak. Yes, Him to Torak is sweet. We haven't had it. We have all yet. the art here for those watching the stream. Uh, and you then hold all of them. Wow. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. And my favorite is obviously the one in the center, which is the wolf one, which is the best one. Because it reminds you of agree. Game of Thrones. No, I mean, I liked it before Game of Thrones. The, the wolf one, one like, looks like a T-shirt that someone from Napoleon Dynamite would wear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what I want when I'm causing my <laughs> opponent to discard. I think of the him art. Yeah, maybe that's the sweetest one. I do. I like the one on like, the left. It's not like I mean, like this yellowy one with like the dudes at the table isn't exactly winning any contest. No, soon. that one on the left is sweet though. Yeah, the like old. the old dude with the cape. Yeah, and, like the people doing a little him. I didn't think that the new one that they made was that cool. The From the Vault 21. Other than the fact that it's a foil card, I have no... Yeah, right. But yeah, the wolf is sweet. So I, like beyond that, like you know, Cabal Therapy is another one that we've talked about yeah. where it's like a card that I actually think this specific card could be reprinted in Modern if we ever get back to a set with Flashback just right. from a power level perspective. Yeah. It's not too strong, I don't think. Uh, Mind Twist, which is too strong in most formats, right? I mean, it's banned in Legacy still. It's if, definitely if too Mind strong. Mind serves me correctly. I don't think this is ever happening. But... Before we get to the spoiler card, let's open a pack. Okay, on audio. Yeah, we'll right. just tell people what it is. So we're opening Battle for Zend. This is what we did last time. Yep. All right, Battle Castle. for Zendigar one. Let's see. Do we get? Do we get it? Do we get the, the expedition? Are we that lucky? A bunch of stuff that we don't care about, and you're, you're aggressively slapping the table with cards. <laughs> Uh, Shrine of the Surface, blah, 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 blah. Okay. The Swamp is the most expensive card in the pack. Uh, all right, moving on. Spoiler time. Let's see that sweet art. Super sweet. We blew um, it up. So it's, a little, it's a little foggy. People on the chat are not still talking about the card. They, they didn't see it. They forgot. Yeah. <laughs> the people that saw it. So, yeah, we're not going to talk about that. But moving on. Yeah. This is the art. It's a sweet knight, Cathar dude, stabbing a piece Should of Should we reveal the name quickly? Yeah. Oh, look at you. <laughs> All with the PowerPoint. <laughs> yeah. Whispers of Emrakul. So the card is called Whispers of Emrakul. And it's, yeah. it whispers of Emrakul. It's definitely not murder, person on Twitch stream, after we talked about this card. Yeah, right? <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's a sorcery. Ooh. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Slow rolling. Slow. It. And get your screenshots ready. Whispers of Emrakul. Boom. Whispers of Emrakul. Spoiler sights. Yeah, so. Haunted of Night's Reach. <laughs> let's make this a little bit bigger. Bam. All right. Tell me about it, Ben. Read, read what it does. Here you go. Whispers of Emrakul. Sorcery. One black, one colorless. It's an uncommon. Target opponent discards a card at random. But there's more. Yeah. Delirium. Delirium. Which is if, the, the, the hitch. If there are four or more card types among cards in your graveyard, that player discards two cards at random instead. So this is this is delirium. Wait, 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 wait. Oh. Flavor text. Okay. Your thoughts are no longer your own. There you go. 
<laughs> so yeah, so we got we got uh, delirium him to Torak. Yeah, it's like a delirium. It's, it's like I was hinting that this would happen when I showed all of the art for the different him to Toraks and then the other cards we talked about in small little boxes in the corner that don't matter. We've so so we've had this card for like what, a week now. Yeah. I? <laughs> How many conversations have you like wanted to have with your friends, being like, ah, oh, sweet card, I want to tell you. About. <laughs> well, it's the so amount of t- cool. The amount of times I'm like. Can I ask if like how good would him to talk be in modern? Can yeah. I have that conversation with someone uh, without inferring anything about the spoiler card? I told you that's legitimately like I was tweeting something like that until I reread the email. They were like things you can't say. <laughs> this card will make you look twice at that. Look twice at him to talk. I was like, yep, glad I didn't tweet. I really that. wanted like the day of, and they were like, oh, I just announced that we have a spoiler to like tweet. Also, like, oh, so eight rack. Tell me how this tech plays. Yeah, right. Can someone tell me? So you know, on the note of him to talk and whispers of Emrakul. Uh, you know my my like best finish in a tournament ever, which was, was like top Pox, twelve, was it? Mono Black Legacy? Pox playing for him to Torak. I'm yeah. excited for this card, either in Pot Legacy for you know eight Pox, but or eight hymns, but uh, more importantly, you know eight Rack is a deck in Modern. There is a almost Pox deck in Modern place for small Pox plays. You know Raven's Crime plays, yep. Thoughtseize, Lilian, all those good things. Uh, this kind of slides right in there, and so we're going to be talking a little bit about that and how that works. Yeah, I mean this card's interesting. It's it's good because it's aggressive and targeted, so you can you can go with like a you can put it into sort of a discard shell like that. Um, it's a pretty solid card if you're just playing a value deck. Like I don't think that this card in in decks like Jund or Grixis or Abzan, like this card seems pretty much fine. Like I don't. Oh. Uh, Mister Jeskai Angel came up with. Not delirium, but delira him. Delira him. That's good. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> that's clever. Um, like you could. I'm not saying necessarily this card would see play in in Jund or Abzan, but like it's good. Like I think you could fill up your delirium pretty fast. And honestly, if you're getting two at random for two, that's good enough value for those decks. It's a two for one. Well, and and, and to be totally honest, I think just ca- I mean like worst case scenario, casting a whispers about Emrakul. Just for the regular of target opponent discards a card random, sometimes it's just going to get there. Yeah, like like it by itself. If you don't have delirium turned on and you just don't have anything to do on turn two, yeah. casting it is not the worst thing on the planet. Yeah, agreed, agreed. So I think that there's a lot of ways you can take this card. It's also really nice that it's black and a colorless as opposed to black black. Yeah, no, that's uh, like they for the fact that you have to get delirium, they make it a little bit easier to cast. Yeah, well, it also just means that instead of like in, instead of, you know, wrench mind, which uh is black black and target player discards has is they reveal all their how does wrench mind work? It's something with an artifact, right? They like reveal cards and if it's like they like reveal cards and if they, if you see an artifact, they discard two or something like that. But anyway, the point is wrench mind is black black and it potentially has them discarding two cards. Um the reason wrench mind is not as you know, good is obviously it's just not as good of a card, but also, yeah, it's black, black target player discards two cards from his or her hand, unless he or she discards an artifact card from his or her hand. So it's not random. Um, and if they have an artifact, they can get, they can just discard one, but it's still a two for two. That's like, sure. But this card is definitely better and it's black and colorless. Yeah. I feel like people, when you first start playing magic, you don't, you underestimate the power of, uh, randomness in a discard effect. Right. Because getting to choose which cards you get rid of and not getting to choose which cards you get rid of is a completely different world. Totally different game. Um, so definitely just by itself pretty decent. But if you can turn on Delirium, there's some sick yeah. things you can do. Totally. Next slide. What do you think the best deck for Whispers of Emrakul are? 
I mean, I think the best deck for Wizards of Emrakul is that eight rack deck you're talking about. It's just the okay. most. It's just the That's most the efficient. On, it's the first on the list. So we got we got two lists here. We have Tom Ross's one from 2015. He posted and wrote an article about, it. and we also have uh, Out Cloud Post Gaming. When I subtly asked for an eight rack deck yesterday or the day before, sweet, uh, sent me their list. Um, so yeah, for people who don't know, basically the rack and shrieking affliction are both uh, one drop cards. One is an artifact, one is enchantment, right. which is important to keep in mind uh, for that delirium, delirium goodness. But both of them, uh, if a player has less than X cards in hand, they do damage to them. Yep, I think it's three. You're talking about shrieking affliction. Shrieking affliction one, and, yeah, and one the black rack. Is three cards are less. And the rack is if you have less than four cards, you lose life equal to less. Yeah. whatever. Yeah, so okay. it's the worst black vice. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, would, yeah. Yeah. They would never reprint black. Vice. No, it's too good. <laughs> uh, so it plays, you know, eight of those. That's why it's called eight rack because the rack is, you know, the older card, and there's now eight of them. Uh, four, you know, Liliana of the Veil. We talked about that. Four Thoughtseize, Four Inquisition of Kozilek. Uh, four wrench mine. This plays for surgical extraction and for Geth's verdict. Though it mentions that it can play any targeted removal. Um, Tom Ross's list plays for dismember. Uh, he thinks that he wrote about it. He thinks that. Um, just the versatility of yes, you lose some life sometimes, but but as a one drop, it's great, and as a three drop, it's fine. Yep. Um, you know, you want to play Muta Vaults. Uh, Raven's Crime is also the big one, and it uses stuff like Darkmoor Savage to kind of yep. use that as a continuous discard effect. Um, but basically, the idea of this deck, and it's similar to the Pox deck online, and you know, a lot of the times these decks play small pox is just make it so your opponent doesn't cast a spell ever just rip apart their hand and then kill anything they play in the early turns and then just slowly kill them with the rack or secret affliction. Right. All the removal is dead mm. um, because you have no creatures. Yes. You have four mutavolts. That's your creature suite. So this deck doesn't, I mean, to be perfectly honest, this deck doesn't sound very fun to play to me. I, I mean, it depends. Yeah, for you. It's your style of deck, I guess. Yeah, I don't, I don't like attacking. Attacking's overrated. <laughs> <laughs> you have to do math. Yeah. And but count. I, but I hear you. I mean, <laughs> everything doesn't sound very fun until you win with it. So, um, you know, <laughs> or anything can sound. I mean, I don't know. I mean, in, in life, winning or not winning, if I have a choice to play a grindy deck that doesn't do anything but stops my opponent from doing something, and or do something that's proactive, I choose the grindy deck that doesn't do anything. <laughs> always, that's just always your style. Uh, I mean, or there's a graveyard interaction. Speaking of delirium, uh, yeah. So. Sorry, I was looking at the Twitch stream, but the, I, your thoughts are no longer around. People yeah. were just getting on board with the flavor yeah. text. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, so this is eight rack. This is probably the easiest place to slide this in. There's also an eight whack, which is a goblin version of this deck um, that I, I don't have a list for, and I'm not comfortable with. No, it has nothing to do with this deck. Eight whack. It just has the same name. Eight whack. Yeah. It's the bushwhackers deck. Yeah, yeah. There's no. I thought there was a. It has nothing to do with eight rack. No, it's just a. It's, just, it's because it doesn't it's have bush. like a discard suite associated with. No, just it's, it's Bushwhacker and the other one. Oh, oh. Yeah. You play eight copies of the Goblin. Okay. I've never actually looked at the list. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, that looks bad. All right. <laughs> Moving on. Grixis Control. So this is kind of the grindy decks. I mean, obviously, uh, we'll go over a little bit over John, Junk, and Bug, as well as Grixis Control. But specifically, let's start here, because this is the one that's kind of a little bit set up already to take advantage of it, because you get the Jace, the uh, Jace Fringe Prodigy, and Snapcaster Mage game plan. I love that that card is just like Fringe Prodigy is just like <laughs> that card is just everywhere now. Like it, it took like a second to catch on. I was like, oh yeah, this is just good in every deck. So let's just build around it all the time. And it's something something I've been throwing in more recently than I used to. But I, I don't. I think Jace might be a little bit worse than it. Everyone kind of thought about 
in the very beginning. Oh, really? Because it, 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 it is good. Don't get me wrong, but it's not like bonkers, bonkers, bonkers. It is bonkers. It's I don't totally know what I'm bonkers. Saying. What are you talking I, about? I just think if it, you know, if Snapcaster is a 10, I think Jace is a 9. That's totally fair. It's not as good as Snapcaster. Um, but, you know, the, the way this deck is currently built, and it's a little hard to see, so I'm going to highlight stuff because I have the power to highlight stuff. Uh, the deck is based around casting. The deck is based around casting. Um, you know, basically looping uh, Colgan's commands is kind of the, the original way this deck <laughs> started creating. But in here, I have, you know, Mishra's Bobbles to get that Delirium up. Dark Blast to start dredging a little bit to get that Delirium up. Geist of Fire to get that Delirium up. Geist of Ta Fire. Or, sorry, Seal of Fire. Seal of Fire. Uh, Tar Fire, which is uh, the tribal red goblin spell. Yep. And Bitter Blossom. Those are kind of like the suite of cards that... I think Bitter Blossom, as a card in decks that aren't fairies and or tokens, is a little underrated. Yeah, totally. I, in my little brew that I put together, I have Bitter Blossom in there also for the same reason. Yeah, I mean, part of the reason is just like... As a grindy threat against any deck that's trying to go to the late game, it's really good. Like, it's very hard for those decks to beat. Yep. Um, I mean, obviously, Abrupt Decay is good against it, but other than that, and even then, Abrupt Decay, you know, you two, one for one each other, you they killed your two-drop enchantment, and now you have Delirium because your fairy enchantment is in the graveyard, which is half of Delirium. And, you know, most decks have a problem with the fourth part of Delirium, not the first three. So there's definitely a lot that this does. So it, it's very good at getting Delirium online because it has Thought Scour, it has Seal of Fire, it has Tar Fire, it has all these different ways to do it. And that kind of turns on the ability to use uh, our spoiler card. Traditionally, Delirium is going to be like land, sorcery, instant, or like, like a land, sorcery, creature, or something like that, right? Well, you're, you're, like, you're definitely going to get... Land, you, I mean, as, as the first three. In modern land, instant sorcery is really easy. Yeah. Casting, shooting a lightning bolt at them, playing Thoughtseize, and Seer Vision fetching, or something. Or Seer yeah. and fetching is like really easy. It's right. that fourth piece the planeswalker, the artifact, the enchantment, the creature. If you want a little bit delirium, harder. If you want to have delirium early. Spe yeah, especially on turn two, which with this card. You really would like this to be a Whisper turn of two. Emerical, you like a turn two is really important. So. This deck kind of is taking advantage of that with Seal of Fire, Tar. You know, Tar Fire hits both. It's a instant, um, a tribal, tribal. It's the same as like um, Bitter it's, it's shock, but with Goblin Tribal. Uh, so all of them kind of do a little bit of that. The the other decks like in this grindy world, and we don't really have lists built, but you know, I also think Bug is a good place to go because you get Tarmogoyf, um, right. and tar you're already trying to be unique in how you're filling up your deck with cards. Yep. And so by having Tarmogoyf, you know, you play a little bit more of a, a beefy card and, and the game becomes a little bit more aggro where you're using that. And you can close out games. Because one thing that's important with him, the Torque effects, is the quicker you end the game, the better. Right. And, you know, one of the other premier decks that plays him, the Torque, in Legacy, other than Pox, is Shardless Bug. Yep. Um, and that's, that's the Shard that's of the another, deck. We play Tarmogoyf, we play Bob, we play all these cards that kind of mm. gain value and then kill you with value. This deck can do very similar things um, now that it has him to talk. It still doesn't have the Cascade into Ancestral Visions play. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Cascade and the Hymn to was one of the big plays of the deck. As they continue to push Delirium, um, are we getting closer to considering the little Baby Goyf, the little uh, X4? 3 4 is just not that good. Well, wait. It's only up to three? Yeah, it gets plus three, plus zero. Oh, it's not equal to. No. I was mixing that up. Yeah, three, four, four two is not good enough. Right. Um, so it's probably not But people fun. people have been talking about Goyf.deck, which is Tarmogoyf, that guy. There's the new one-drop version. That's a 3-3 three, three if you have Delirium. Yeah. Um, now there's this Hymn to Torak reprint, yeah. uh, Whispers of Emrakul. So but, just like, definitely like, but just like any kind of design where you're, where you're looking for 
A to get you B, the more of those things you put in the deck, the less slots you have to get to your delirium. Right. So you start to get into that weird, like, this is what we always run into with Grand Architect. It's like, you need blue creatures, but you can't tap blue creatures to cast blue creatures, so... And you don't want artifacts when you want blue creatures. Sure. You only want one, you know what I mean? And and, and the, the last place I'd say we could maybe go with this is Jund. Um... Cause, yeah, because like the thing you have to like, Seal of Fire does a lot of work here. Yep, Seal of Fire by itself, or even Tar Fire, both of them can very easily just turn it on, and you can play maybe even a Dark Blast. So you play like kind of a mix of the three of those as like your kind of get stuff into your graveyard. Yeah, and you no longer really have to worry about Delirium that hard. Um, it's harder on turn two. Like the one thing that's nice about Grixis Control is you get access to Thought Scour. Thought Scour is um, the thing, yeah, and being you, able to you... mill two cards and just get lucky and hit. Not a land. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Gets land, land really instant, like land instant, so then you just have to get lucky on the next two uh, on the cards that get milled. Uh, but yeah, it's true. I mean, it's not like just thought scouring is on turn one is always going to get you turn two delirium. Like, that's not a thing. Um, but uh, anyhow. Uh, the, the other, the, uh, due to the Twitch feed, the last deck I kind of, we didn't talk about is Mardu. Yeah, and, and I think this is the deck, and I tried making this work for. I, I mean, I made a Mardu Super Friends. I called it. Uh, yeah, it was like the last PTQ season I kind of played in before PTQ started. Yeah, um, I was playing a Mardu Super Friends deck that was very um, token heavy. I called it Guardians of the Galaxy. It was like literally that summer, right? Because Super Friends is good guys, and there's a black, a tinge of black in there, so you got to be a little evil, a little. Little self involved, but uh, moving on. <laughs> yeah, I mean that that is a deck that also. I mean, it plays Lily on it. You can do stuff, get stuff in your graveyard. Like that. That's the point. Is like how quick can you get good stuff in your graveyard? You know, maybe moving the uh, the teamer um, tempo decks using uh, Abbot of Killkeep. Yeah. Um, that uh, Chapin was kind of harping about. With that was using Mishra's Bobble. Um, moving that into more of a Grixis colors, getting rid of green. You lose Tarmogoyf. Um, but you get access to um, the Hymn to Torque effect, which is a good value play. Like yep. It does a lot there. You're going to get your graveyard filled really quickly. Uh, you also get access to Gurmag Anglers, which, you know, getting your graveyard filled is really good. Yep. If you, like, do this with Delirium on, then the next turn Gurmag Angler, that's, like, a lot. How do you get past that? Yeah, it's true. I mean, you empty their hands and play a 5-5. Five five, it's pretty good. Um, card's up on Reddit now. No worries. Sweet. All right. You have a brew. It's not on the screen, though. Yeah, uh, no, you're gonna have to talk about it. Yeah, I mean, I honestly, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't realize when you asked me for the brew that I was working on that you wanted a brew that used this card. I think I was just tired, so I said first I sent you like this very silly, like weird Sky Hussar counterbalance, Ether Vial, Sage of Epitier thing I've been working on, which is like not very refined. Um, and then the second thing I started working on was with this card. So. I was not kidding earlier when I talked about Asylum Visitor and how much I like that card. For those of you that don't remember what Asylum Visitor is, it's one black, one colorless for a 3-1 vampire wizard. At the beginning of each player's upkeep, if that player has no cards in hand, you draw a card and lose one life. So it triggers on both upkeeps. And it also has madness um, for a black and a colorless. I think this card's pushed. I think this card is good, and I don't think it's like people are messing with it or trying or trying to play with it. Um, I liked the idea of playing four Confidant, four Asylum Visitor, and like starting from there and just being like, all right, so I'm going to have, I'll definitely have card advantage and I'll definitely be losing life. How am I going to get there? Um, it seems like with the way modern is set up, if you want to lose a lot of life, you can. So I was like, why not just play Death Shadow and keep the deck mono black and just Death Shadow won't come down on turn one or two, but like probably you'll be getting it down on turn three, most games. So 
uh, then you start to just fill in the blanks and like um, you start to you know fill in the blanks and like all right you, you definitely want to play this new card so I don't think you play it as a four of in this deck I have it as a three of um, you have to play enough variety in your cards obviously to achieve delirium consistently so you play a whole bunch of fetch lands even though you're mono black but you are trying to get your life total down so um, mm -hmm. you know that's fine you're trying to get death shadow you, dismember becomes your your uh, removal of choice because again exactly like Tom Ross said it's scalable it's good and if you want to pay your four life to cast it you can um, you play four Liliana of the Veil um, I wanted a, a, a cheap and easy way to empty my hand if I had if I get a silent visitor down on the table and I'm just like ah I don't need these extra lands or like I don't need this you know these second copies of discard spells so I threw in two copies of zombie infestation um just because if you can just do it all at once, if you just if you just need to dump your whole hand, mm -hmm. you just cast Zombie Infestation. It's also uh, it's another enchantment. So I put a couple copies of Bitter Blossom in the deck because Blossom is just good. Like if you get Blossom down, obviously early, Two like Blossom definitely can run away with the game. Yeah. So what I was thinking though is that the same the same deal with how Liliana wants to be able to discard your Bitter Blossoms and your Zombie Infestations and things as part of as part of uh, Delirium. I like the idea that uh, you it just, I mean, just for Delirium, like playing Liliana into Liliana, um, and then you, you throw four copies of the Thoughtseize, two Inquisitions. Um, I play a single Surgical Extraction in here just because I like the idea. I like the idea that you're probably going to know what's in their hand a lot of the time. I mean, based on the fact that you're playing all of the all of the targeted discard and whatnot. Um, I like just being able to draw surgical extraction and pay the two life. You know, it's another way to get your life total down for death shadow. Um, and then to keep your life total lower and also mix things up for delirium, I'm playing three Gitaxi and probe more ways than other hand and three Mishra's bobble. So you end up playing 20, 20 land. Um, it's 20 land with, uh, I threw four mutavald in cause you're, mono black and like n nothing is really that taxing on your black other sure. than like so you're kind, of, you're kind of a little bit of a pox deck but more based on gaining value off of bob and yeah you're like a pox deck that's just like i'm gonna just drain your hand and i'm gonna kill you tempo pox yeah because like your your two cards that are generating you tempo are aggressive creatures i mean they're not super aggressive two ones for two or not exactly super aggressive but like well you have a 13 for 13 yeah i mean your death shadow you're gonna probably be down around 10 life pretty fast in this deck so okay um, I'm guessing. I'm guessing it's like that mono black death shadow. Yeah, and I mean you have Torak. and you have and you have Mutavault, So it's again, it's again, it's another one of those things where like, yeah, their hands empty, and, and you have bitter blossom. Like you have ways to win. You definitely have ways to win. Um, and then there's just as you said. I mean, you're playing six six one mana targeted removal spells or targeted discard spells, as well as three copies of this new card and Liliana. So you have a pretty hefty amount of control to go along with your little card advantagey. Mono black creatures, um, so yeah, that's kind of that's the deck I'm working on. So, so some things to keep in mind with this card also is is there's a lot of people that look at Delirium and think, oh, Tarmogoyf. Um, there is a difference. Tarmogoyf does work off of your opponent's graveyard. Yep. So Delirium is a little bit harder and modern than than Tarmogoyf is, but that's why we're focusing so much on cards that get different card types into your graveyard. Right. You get the enchantment into your graveyard. You get the uh, artifact with Mishra's Bobble into your graveyard. You get sorceries and stuff quickly so that you can kind of turn these cards on because um, it definitely is an issue. Why is Zombie Infestation not like a thing that people play with more often? I just want to ask. I mean, I understand the, the cost involved with discarding two cards. It's, it's, so it's a high cost. I hear that. Totally. 
but it's like the only it's like the only cheap effect that exists in modern that allows you to it's like the only cheap effect that exists in modern that allows you to just like empty your hand if you need to. And I know you don't get that much of an like that. Oh, except much. have you seen the new one? Which one? The new vampire discard mm-hmm. outlet. No, it's black. It was a channel fireball preview. Black, yeah. black, uh, vampire something. Uh, discard a card for free. Yeah. Uh, every vampire you control gets plus one plus one until end of turn. Really? Uh, you can only do it once a turn. Oh well. What's well, a lord? That turns madness and discards. I mean, yes, you can't discard your whole hand like zombie infestation, so you can't get hellbent. Yeah. But you wanted that free discard spell for that fake counter spell we were talking about a week ago. It does not sorcery speed, though? It's instant speed? Yeah, instant speed. Once just, you, can't do it, you can only do it once per turn. Hmm, sounds kind of sweet. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, you, by turn four, you're going to discard your whole hand. Is he a good... Is he? Are his stats any good? He's like a 2-2 two, two for two. He's like a 2-2 two, two for two? Yeah. Oh. Hmm, not bad. Theoretically, when you discard a spell, he's a 3-3 three, three for two. Still doesn't dodge and a lightning bolt. You can only do it once per turn. He's still yeah, but three, three. he's a lord. Kind of. He's a lord. Kind of. He discard a card. He's a two mana lord, even. Yeah, he's a lord. He's just kind of a lord. Not really a lord, though. <laughs> Rolls my eyes. Is Wolfier Silverheart a lord? Wolfier Silverheart, the five mana. No, the the green werewolf that when you target a werewolf that's not gets wolf or silver heart that's oh, that's uh silver for partisan oh whatever okay. you're mixing it up with the four four for five all these wolf ears soul bond. all right get your facts straight kissler <laughs> all right so you know it's kind of time, and time that card's to not a lord no time, time to wrap it up uh yeah i guess this because this is like a quick bonus episode we already did our episode this week yeah um is there anything else you want to talk about with this card no, just I would like to see more people playing with Silent Visitor, but that's <laughs> nothing. That has to do nothing with this to do with Whispers <laughs> of Emrakul. I do think this card is sweet. I like the idea. You know, wi- Wizards over the last kind of couple of years has made a focus on taking cards from the past that were good and then using newer mechanics to try and kind of make them work. And and sometimes they're not successful. You get cards like um, the Miracle Time Walk that didn't do a whole lot until very recently. Temporal um, mastery. Temporal mastery. But then sometimes you get. Treasure Cruise, which is like just ancestral visions on a sorcery. Um, I saw somebody uh, on on uh, Star City Games working on a list, uh, temporal trespass, del- like a Delver delve list, which I thought was I thought was interesting. Oh, it was blue red. I think it was blue red Delver, and it had two copies of temporal trespass in it. Um, I'm wondering if the world's going to swing back on that card eventually. It'd be like, yeah, it's it's really overcosted, but it's still just as a three mana time walk. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder. I'm curious. You just weren't listening to me, were you? No, not at all. Constructing a tweet. Yeah, I'm tweeting the card. Yeah, good. It's on Reddit, apparently. We might as well tweet it. Yeah. Um, All right, guys. We love you. Thank you. Uh, Thank you for listening and tuning in live for our new Twitch account, Twitch streaming account. I'm an old man. Um, Follow follow the Twitch stream account (laughs) that you're watching, (laughs) and uh, and us also. You can see us on the screen here. I'm at Ben Bateman Media. I'm at Kess Wiley. And very soon we're going to be streaming video, like actually video. We'll have a video set up. It'll be very cool. Um, and, you know, we'll, you, we'll be on screen more. Um, and, and then we have the sister podcast that we mentioned already, The Command Zone. They're awesome. They're on rocketjump.com. You can go find our old catalog of episodes on rocketjump.com or iTunes. Same with theirs. And, uh, and of course, DMTW Clothing. Thank you guys for helping us get everything set up with the merch store that's coming soon. And last but not least, our Patreon dot com slash the mmcast if you guys want to help and, and facebook support. and instagram and all we are on everything oh we have an instagram i keep forgetting yeah. we just launched it yeah yeah i post pictures there i'll probably post this card to our instagram that seems smart yeah 
That seems like a smart... I'm going to do that right now. Go to our Instagram to check out the card, everybody. All right. Uh, I want to thank all the guys on the Twitch stream. Thanks for, thanks for coming on. Uh, hope you guys have fun. The last, to wrap this up, we're going to open up a Russian Cons of Tarkir pack. What are the chances? What's going to happen? And... Russian minus two, minus two enchantment. Russian prowess, three, one red guy for three. Russian Outlast plus one plus one reach guy. Russian artifact that lets you look at morph creatures. Russian sack guys to get toughness life. Morph blue dude. Uh, death touching warrior one drop. Uh, is that a counter spell? I don't know what this is. You tell me what this is. Uh, all, all warriors get plus two plus one. Uh, plus one counters times three. That bat. That bat was sweet. Uh, the purse and oh, uh, what's the uh, Salty Ascendancy and a foil Russian forest? I think I think in total on both of these packs, the lands were the most valuable. The lands were the most I want to open cards. a pack. We have an Origins okay. and a Shadows pack. Open open the uh, Shadows pack. All right, I'm opening the Shadows. Pack. I, we opened a Jace last time, so I, and I think that's from the same box as that Magic pack. So yeah, well, but you, those packs you gave me for my birthday, you thought were all like, and I got good stuff out of those packs. I, I, I have like a pack collection from like pre-releases and, and fat packs that I buy that I don't open. Those packs I gave them from that. Sick. Yeah. All right, we got to survive the night. We got to adjust the wind. We got an emissary of the sleepless. We got a wicker witch. Strength of arms. Watcher in the web. Twins of mourner estate. Insolent neonate. I need that, actually. <laughs> Epitaph Golem. <laughs> Fleeting Memories. Spiteful Motives. Asylum Visitor. Yeah, you just talked about it. I love That's this great. card. Solitary Hunter. And a Foil Thraben Inspector. It actually might be... I would, I would hold on to that Foil Thraben Inspector. Really? Yeah, I've seen this and played in some lists. Some uh, What's the what's the uh, Polymorpher Artifacts? Polymorpher. I think I know the one you're Shape talking about. Shape Anew. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so someone on Twitch stream just asked. We will do. We'll do some Twitch questions. Guys on Twitch, ask us some questions while we uh, open these last, this last pack. There's one last pack. It's the Magic Origins one. I'm going to do this quick while we wait for you guys to ask us questions. Foil Jace, Foil Jace, Foil Jace. That's so funny. We would open this card. This card's yeah, sweet. we were just talking about it. Love Asylum Visitor. There's a bunch of cards that aren't good in this. We get two uncommon. Link to Instagram. Uh, I don't really know if you can. How do you link to Oh, Instagram? we got an Avalokar keep. Oh, nice. That's a great yeah. card. Yeah. Love Abbott. Look at that. And a, more importantly, a sigiled starfish. Um, <laughs> donate in modern thoughts. Well, there's the red donate that they just premiered yeah, this that's morning. Yeah, talking about. Yeah. I think that card is probably sweet. I was looking at the card that I would try oh. playing with is Leyline of the Void. And um, wait, let me get to it. I have it written down. Leyline of the Void and... Oh, Immortal Coil. Do you know what Immortal Coil is? I this is actually one of the first decks I ever built. Black card from Alara? It's an artifact, enchant, uh, an artifact card. Yeah. Black, black, two colorless. Uh, you may tap it to remove two cards from your graveyard to draw a card. If damage would be dealt to you, you prevent that damage. Remove, instead, you remove a card from the game for each damage dealt to you. You okay. lose the game if there's no cards in your graveyard. So... If you donate this to your opponent and you have Leyline of the Void out, they auto-lose. Well, if you can deal damage to them. No. Right? When you have no cards in your graveyard, you lose the game. And Leyline, when, it, when you play it, it exiles their graveyard? Well, right? it, it, I mean, theoretically, it's been in play. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You, know, you want to run some Bajuku bogs? Sure. 
<laughs> That's what I want to donate. It says you lose the game when you give it to them. Seems fun. Um, I'm <laughs> when you guys play each other, who wins most often? I'm guessing Ben. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. In uh, fact, I'll uh, take it. I think the only record I have of us playing is we're tied. Uh, the, the last that was like our last yeah. match. Yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe that's true. Um, we're, we're like 50 50. It just depends on it, depends on the format, and it also depends on the decks. Um, I like to play a lot of wonky decks, so if we're like testing things out, then often my decks don't even make it to the end of games. We get frustrated, but if we're playing good cards and actually cards that can win games, then I think it's yeah, at I least play good cards. Of course, I'm gonna win more often. <laughs> um, what do you got? You see, uh, what is the future of the modern pro scene? We've talked a lot about that on here. I mean, the future of the modern pro scene is going to be entirely dependent on, I think, third-party tournaments being run. Well, GPs. GPs, I mean, the- GPs are definitely where it's going to be at for the time being. I do think that moving towards what we've talked about of a super modern tournament at some, like once like a year. I, I also, the World Magic Cup always has a modern event. Yeah. Uh, those are kind of, and the World Championship, I think those are kind of where we're looking at for modern play at the pro level kind of moving forward yeah um which is kind of better for us in the sense that we no longer will get like cards banned just to mix up the format it'll be much more about a stability kind of issue right you may cast eternal scourge from exile when eternal scourge becomes the target of a spell or ability and opponent controls exile it oh yeah that just got spoiled huh seems interesting Oh, so you just you keep casting it from exile and it has the spell scout effect? Three man is a lot for that. Yeah. Like what part of spell scout's deal is that it's free? Well wait, what, what does it have to do with spell scout? What's its power into oh wait. Oh 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 it's just like an internal thing from yeah. Oh yeah. How big is it? Does what's its three, what's three its power? Three, oh it's a three for three. It doesn't go away. I feel like it's definitely a I don't know how to break it. Yeah. Oh, oh, wait. Also, you and Ben need to do a brew off dredge zombies equals Ben vamp tribal. Oh, except I have a really good. We'll do that. But yeah. I'm, I call vamps. He calls zombies because he has a yeah. zombie list. He's working on and I have a vampire list. Yeah. I've been working on. Yeah. So we're gonna do that. I we just promise. want Carrie and Peter in modern. That's the one thing that's missing. If they would just give me Carrie and it'd Peter be too in... good. We were talking about that. Yes. Uh, we, I went to Eternal Masters draft on Tuesday, and like yeah. that definitely came up as a conversation. It's just it would be. Carry and Fader would be too like good. Imagine Viscera Seer, but like as a major threat. <laughs> you could just, yeah, just you when you sack your library to stack the deck, like you don't even, you just win. Yeah. You just attack with the guy. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I was thinking way, way less good things than that, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, so definitely, definitely down to do a, uh, probably, probably, so next week is not the end of spoiler. This is the first week of spoilers. So next yeah. week, we could do it next week. We could do a brew off next week. Yeah, do vampires versus zombies. Brew my, off. My sweet. You do zombies, sweet. I do vampires. Yeah, my zombies list was so close. It's just not quite there, but it's close. My vampire list, I think, is like there. Yeah. I like, I think it's really good. I have a feeling mine will end up being a collected company zombies deck, but but we'll see. Okay, that's fine. That's allowed. Mine's, it, it's not mono black versus mono black. It's colored versus colored. Mm. All right. Yep. Um, yeah. So, so Planeswalk. Planeswalker999 asked what our thoughts are on Eldritch spoilers and are there any cards that we'd be looking forward to? Well, um, here's what I'll say. Um, I would listen to listen to our uh, cast this week with Matt Sperling because we touched on all the mechanics and we loosely breeze over a few cards. As far as specific opinions card for card, we're going to save that for the spoiler episode because we want to have a fun set review spoiler episode, which will be in two weeks. Um, but 
obviously Emrakul is exciting. We talked about Emrakul on Monday. There, there are definitely some cards that that look interesting. There was that card that got spoiled yesterday. That zombie, that four, the four mana four four, the blue black one. During your upkeep, you put four cards into your graveyard, and you can cast a zombie card. One yeah, zombie guess card from your jail. Grave. That card's interesting. Sure, I mean it's like it's like a for I modern. Mean, it's it's like, gonna slide into being one of the primary zombie commanders and commander. Yeah, I was just thinking. I mean, it's four is obviously expensive in modern, but yeah, like, four is really because it's four, and then you have to spend mana the next turn on the card you get. Yeah, but it's also like. If you if you if you do play some sort of a zombie deck like that just becomes like such a sick haymaker like it just sure. like, uh, I think as a cyborg card it's really good yeah in in the zombie tribal deck um, but yeah we're definitely gonna do the full review later so thank you guys for listening and uh, tuning in and this is awesome I think this is the this was like the first time we've really promoted like a live stream with like something exciting happening maybe or I guess we've the done first it. time was kind of sweet uh, guys on the Twitch stick around we'll, we'll we'll stick around the talk a little bit more this is the kind of end the actual podcast recording we're doing uh, but definitely um, thanks guys for listening we'll see you guys next week oh yeah actually one last thing I wanted to point out yeah something Kester and I talked about for a while is like a um, for our Patreon listeners where we, we are doing additional content and one of the things that we've talked about doing for a while is a like top X cards ever in modern list um, I don't know if we were going to say top 100 top 200 top 500 whatever it is but it's some list like that that is going to be counting down uh, per episode like backwards and we, we we're on the fence if we want to do it with Every card that's ever been legal in modern, or it's, it's EMN, right? For this Eldritch Moon, yeah, yeah, yeah. Every card that's ever been legal in modern, or just ones that are legal now. I think it would be every card ever that's been legal in modern, because you know, obviously, like Splinter Twin, we would want to have on like the all-time list. It was a very powerful, very relevant card for a long time. Um, and so I think we're going to start counting that down. So if you guys think that top one hundred or top two hundred or top five hundred would be that would be the the number you'd want to see us doing the countdown. Um, let us know. I think 500 is too much. Even 200 might be too much, but 100 might not cover enough cards because um, we'd probably do like 20 per episode and break it up into like five episodes. So whatever you guys think is the thing, let us know, and we'll see you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you for your attention. For further inquiries, send an email to the mmcast at rocketjump.com. See you later, alligator. <laughs>